This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Hello and welcome to this edition of Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals. And on today's program, we have Chris Salem. He is the host of Voice America's Sustainable Success Program and author of the books Master Your Inner Critic and Mastering the Art of Success. And Chris, uh, I keep mentioning success, and success is really not a word that you get to hear a lot nowadays with the coronavirus impacting us so negatively. How can somebody whose business has been interrupted or otherwise negatively impacted by coronavirus achieve success in these very difficult times? Well, I mean, this is a, you know, obviously, I mean, a difficult period for a lot of people, especially those that have been affected personally, directly with uh, the virus, whether either direct or through a family member. However, that this is also an opportunity, also where there's blessing and opportunities disguised in this challenging time. This is a time to really kind of reset and revamp where you are and where you want to be. See, success is is not a a destination. It's a process. It's something that's ongoing. It's the little things that you do each and every day that lead to bigger and better things in your life. It's that progression that we see. So again, success is going to mean different things for different people. And so it's not like the, you know, one size fits all. So it's a matter of establishing what does success mean to you? To some people, it can mean for the first time finding harmony in their life, that they've had a chance now to be at home, spend time with family. And now they began to say that there was something that had been missing in their lives because they were all caught up in just work, that they can find a way to still be effective and productive when things get back to somewhat normal, but yet now find a way to, you know, to be around family and do things that they love and cherish, that that harmony in itself is, could be success and what's important to people. So the key right now is to not be caught up in the problem and in looking at, you know, watching TV and what the coronavirus is doing now and what it's going to be doing later. It's about what can you be doing now that's going to be, you know, important to you to, to establish your foundation, to be the example for others. What can you do differently in your business to add more value uh, for your customers during this time that you're allowing your core values and principles about why you do what you do to stand out versus just what you do? This is what people are going to remember. This is what people align to that are going to want to work with you on whatever capacity that may be as we emerge from this this, uh, crisis. So success is something that people have to recognize. It's a process. The results that you seek are a byproduct of the process that you, what you do in the moment and that it's not just something that, you know, says that it has to be this, 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 or this. And it also doesn't have to be something that was happening two months ago prior to this happening, this whole coronavirus situation happening. I'm reminded of something I saw on uh, television the other morning. It was a sermon given by uh, Stephen Furtick, who was a pastor down in North Carolina, and he had said uh, that people were eager to go back to normal. And he said, actually, we should be looking forward to going to normal and not the normal that we left behind, but a better normal. And what you're saying sounds a lot what Pastor Furtick was saying. 
Yes. I mean, I think it right now is now that people are beginning to realize that we don't have to go 100 miles per hour to get things done. That, it, you know, again, it's better to be in the moment. This is a time where we can begin to now trust the process. You know, think about 50 years ago when people were doing whatever jobs they were doing or businesses back then. They still got things done. And yet they were home with their families and business got done. It's no different now, except we've been led to believe that everything's got to get done, you know, yesterday. See, the thing is, is now is the learning how to really appreciate and have gratitude for what you have and learning that you can find harmony within your life. You know, carving out time for your family, for yourself, for your work, that it's, you know, more about now collaboration versus competition. There's plenty of, 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 of business out there. Uh, may not seem like it now, but there will be. But it doesn't mean that, you, you know, you have to, like, have everything. It's, it's, there's more important things in life than just the money itself. Allow the money to be a byproduct of the things that you're doing that really bring, you know, value to yourself and others. That you seek other things that, that can be uh, termed successful, like having peace with yourself, you know, taking care of yourself spending more time with your family, pursuing hobbies. These are all other, other areas that you could achieve success in. It's not just how much money you make. There are people that make lots and lots of money, but yet no, have no time to enjoy it and actually lead miserable lives. This has been a time for people to really reflect what's really important and that, that again, that we can find that harmony. And I believe a lot of businesses are going to be able to see that, that they can adjust and make those modifications that it's more, you know, finding that harmony for people and business. But it's very difficult for a lot of people, particularly high-strung people or those who are easily nervous, to find that harmony in these very stressful times, uh, especially those who are not used to being home uh, for long periods or certainly not being inactive, and definitely those who are having to face uh, financial difficulties and try to negotiate with their lenders or landlords or credit card companies. Yeah. What kind of practical advice can you give to those to find this elusive harmony? I mean, okay, I mean, these are all real challenges, all real fears. And again, you know, again, you know, just to, you know, honor that, okay? And when I say honor that, I don't mean that in a, in a you know, bad way. I mean that in a way that it's okay to feel that way. However, not allowing yourself to be consumed by the problem. You can only control what you can. But if you get caught up in trying to control the things that you can't control, like when you could go back to work, who's going to buy your product, you know, if you, you know, you're just going to put yourself in a place of worrying more and more and more because a lot of times people worry based upon the things they can't control. Let go of that and just focus on what you can and let go of the rest. I know that's easier said than done, but if you can get yourself into a place of being present, being grateful of where you're at, showing up to be your best, not the best, but to be your best within harmony and letting go of the rest, that in due time, things will work itself out. Even if you go through a period where you feel like you're going to be on the street next month, but you'll be quite shocked that a lot of times that things tend to happen that buys you another day, buys you another week, buys you another month. Trust the process. Just show up to do your part, do with what you can in your control with the intelligence uh, that you have in place and allow the rest to do its part as it presents itself. So again, one day at a time, that is where you want to find, uh, this is where you find the magic. 
This is where if you can learn how to live your life and do business one day at a time, you're going to find yourself in a better place to cope and handle these situations and not allow it to affect your, your, uh, your emotions and your level of self-esteem and confidence. One thing that I find myself doing during this uh, strange period is reaching out to people who I know are in worse situations than I am. I have several friends who are independent contractors who have no cash flow at all. And I'm finding that uh, my going outside of my comfort zone and trying to comfort those uh, who may or may not welcome uh, my attempts at altruism, uh, it's been very, very uh, therapeutic for me. And actually, I should say, I've gotten uh, a lot of very good feedback from people who are genuinely uh, surprised and very happy that there's someone out there who's not one of their family members, not one of their uh, close circle of friends, but someone that they know more as an acquaintance or a business associate, is just seeing how things are going. And uh, if I had to recommend something for people to find a sense of purpose at this time is just to really check in on others who you know or believe to know to be in a worse state than you are. Well, I agree. I have a client of mine they, uh, that runs a franchise. They're in the uh, home care, uh, you know, in this case, uh, yeah, home care services. And, you know, a lot of times right now their home care staff can't go into people's homes because of the coronavirus. Unless, you know, there's some certain circumstances where that has to happen. But so what are people, what is this company doing now? I've been working with them is now they're, they're doing certain things that are just putting people first or just checking in on people to see how they're doing with the, you know, a simple email, a card in the mail. Um, you know, it, it, they also uh, passed out masks. These cases, they, they, they had access from the past to some, some 3M masks. And these are the N95s. And they went out and passed these out to their clients that they hand-delivered them. They went out there, again, all their businesses in a local area. That's why they could do that. And they were able to do that and, you know, leave it on their doorstep in a box. And, I mean, that, that's not the business they're in. But, again, they went out of their way to add value, to, you know, put people first. And these are the things that people are going to remember. People, people align with others based upon similar core values and principles. It's about people first then why, not only why you do what you do, but then what you do. So again, if people are going to trust and want to come back and do business with you, it's, it's based upon those values and principles, you know, why you do what you do other than just what you provide them in your business. So that's what I think a lot of companies could be, you know, doing or already have been doing, but continue to do not only during this, during this pandemic, but even finding a way to be part of their service going forward. Well, being a journalist, it's sort of difficult for me to uh, be doing my job nowadays without having to write about the coronavirus. But for those out there who are consumers of media, do you recommend, if not turning off the TV and the internet completely, at least trying to give a lot less time to covering the news? Because I know a lot of people get very stressed out with the uh, 24-7 news cycle, particularly when it becomes rather toxic and nasty. Well, yes, I agree. I mean, and again, I mean, Phil, you're one of those people that puts out information that is always uplifting and compelling. And, and I applaud journalists like you that, that do that. And, and, and you do a, such a great job of that. 
you know, it's tapping into more of that stuff. Not, you know, it's not that you shouldn't watch certain things just to be aware of what's going on, but not to get caught up more in the problem. This is about a time where can you find the solutions? Where can you find the blessings and opportunities disguised in these challenging times? Because they're always there. It's just a matter that you're not aware, you're not in the moment to see them. This is an opportunity for many people for the first time that maybe they'll ever have in their lifetime to do this. So this is the time that we can, you know, it's not going to last forever. So use this time to really set the stage for what's really important to you. What's important to your business? What are your, what, what values and principles are they based on? And how can you now connect that with your customers and people on a people level first to move forward? So those are the things that I think if they can, you know, you know, tap away, you know, you know, tap into other sources that are uplifting that can give them some insights to things that can improve themselves and their businesses that when things get to back to whatever the new normal is, they'll be in a better position than the other way around. When we discuss business news, there's B2B news and there's B2C news, but during this very strange period, there might also be B2K news, which would be uh, business professionals to kids because so many Business professionals are home with their children, and they're responsible for the homeschooling of their kids. I would think this would be really a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to impart some of the values you've been discussing to kids and to create a next generation of successful business professionals. No, I think this is a great time right now that, and I'm not saying it's easy because for some people, for the first time, they're working from home and they're trying to, you know, find some some structure and harmony with doing this, with having kids at home, and it, it's not easy, but yet doing the best you can, again, controlling what you can, letting go of the rest, and using this time to be the example for your children. Just recognizing as parents that we don't always have to do for our kids. You would find, you'd be amazed that your kids are capable of doing a lot more than you think they can. So the key is if, if you really want to you know, you know, set the stage for your kids to grow into better leaders in their homes, in their communities, in their businesses. Be the example. Show your kids, you know, that when, when mom or dad are working, that you're working. And that when you're with them with their schoolwork and we carve out that time that you're, you're attentive, you're, you're, you're there to listen, to understand versus respond. You're allowing, you're empowering them to, you know, to use their critical thinking skills and problem solving skills to figure it out on their own and only to be there as a backup or a guide to help when needed, but not to do it for them. When you can learn to be the example rather than just do, you're, you're forming an interdependent uh, family structure. You're, you're, you're forging uh, interdependent communication, leadership, and behavior that actually will positively impact children uh, in terms of their level of, of self-esteem and confidence that they can carry on into their adult lives. Uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but yet when we're able to do, you know, come from that place, it ends up, you know, in the long run being a better thing that children will, will learn from, from within themselves to do for themselves, to learn their responsibilities and accountability for their own roles moving forward. Well, over here at the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals, we've been doing a lot of articles over the past weeks about uh, business leaders who have uh, really stepped up to the plate and have shown extraordinary leadership skills, uh, not only for their own organizations, but for the wider community as well. Uh, 
Who inspires you, Chris, as a strong leader in these particular times? Well, that's a great question. I mean, there—I mean, there are a lot of people out there that are stepping up and you know being the example um, out there. I mean, it's hard for me to kind of relate to just one particular person because I don't really have one off the top of my head. Some some of these people are just people that you probably don't even know who they are. You know, they're not going to be known to the to the average person. But I, you know, because again, some people could be doing things, but you know, that appear to be really good. But it, you know, but yet they're doing it because you know, obviously, it might be to support their political campaign in the future, or it could help grow their business, and maybe they're doing it for all the wrong reasons. But nonetheless, I think there are very good people out there. I would say that that the people I look up to right now are not just one particular person, but I would say that it's our first responders, it's those people that are selflessly putting their own lives at risk, that are doing their jobs, not for what they do, but for why they do what they do. And that is to protect and help people to be, to be healthy, you know, and, to, and, and, to, and to, you know, to help them overcome this particular, uh, this, this experience that they're going through. And I really commend those people because they are acting out of, uh, of their own core values and principles of putting people first. So for me, that would be the people I look up to at this time. Well, that's a, certainly an excellent answer, and it's a, it's a strange answer in a way, too, because prior to this crisis, there had been a dreadful shortage in the medical field for both doctors and nurses. Do you think that uh, today's young Americans looking at what's going on uh, would be inspired to get into the medical field, seeing that how these wonderful men and women have been able to save so many lives? Well, absolutely. Again, you know, again, you know, it's not all about how much money you can make, you know, and you don't become a doctor just because you want to make a lot of money or you get into the healthcare profession. You know, again, it, it's for, it's for this, it's for this, it's for serving others to help them when they can't help themselves. And again, using the same example, we're not here to just do to do for people. We're here to be an example and empower them to take care of themselves, to do for themselves what's healthy for them. But to you know again help them when they can't help themselves. So I b firmly believe that we need more people you know that come from that from those core values and principles and put that first because in the long run there's always going to be enough out there that you can live a good life. It's not about just the money. It's about again you know you know putting serving others uh, unconditionally and then allowing you know you know uh, the byproduct of that the results that come from it to, you know, be part of that process, that there will be more than enough money to pay you off your school loans, to pay off you know, your mortgage over in time, to go on your vacation or two a year. And again, find a, find a way of living that is, that brings joy and harmony. It's not about how much, just how much money can I put in my pocket? And that's it. I think that you're going to start seeing a shift uh, with a lot of people's thinking in that regards, that it's not going to all be, uh, cutthroat like it was. I'm not saying that it might, there are going to be some people that still will go back to that. Don't get me wrong. But I, I'm a firm believer. I've been very successful in my life monetarily, but I've always lived below my means. So I've always, you know, come from a place that I don't need to have all these things. I can, I can, you know, I can live and enjoy life with the simple things in life. And I've always come from those values. 
Well, you know, Chris, uh, I could go on speaking with you for hours and hours, but uh, this podcast format doesn't allow it. But if our listeners out there want to pick up where I'm leaving off, where can they find you? Well, the best place to reach me is always to check out uh, my uh, websites at ChristopherSalem.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-S-A-L-E-M.com. That is um, my executive coaching and corporate training uh, website. And then also I, I run a nonprofit called Empowered Fathers in Action, a 501c3 organization dedicated to creating interdependent family structures through behavioral modification, communication, and leadership. And that is at efamovement.org, efamovement.org. Or reach out to me, email chris at christophersalem.com. Be happy to meet a new friend and see what you're doing. And folks, don't forget to check out Chris Salem with his Voice America show, Sustainable Success. Uh, when is that on, and where can people find that? Uh, the show is every Thursday from 12 to 1 o'clock East Coast time. It's uh, You can locate it at voiceamerica.com, Influencers Channel. Again, it's under Sustainable Success. You can simply Google Sustainable Success Radio Show. It'll pop right up. You can go right to the link and listen to any of our past episodes that we've had uh, since our existence, and then, our again, our new show coming up this Thursday. You can listen to it live or you can listen to it anytime on demand. Well, Chris Salem, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the Westfair Business Buzz podcast. Our guest was Chris Salem. He is the host of Voice America's Sustainable Success. He's also the author of a couple of great books, Master Your Inner Critic and Mastering the Art of Success. I'm Phil Hall of Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals. And we'll see you again on Westfair Business Buzz. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.